0: Business as usual let 's get stuck into it, uh, Diana, thank you very much for your feedback. I got it uh, late last night, and you it was amazing i didn 't expect someone to actually watch the whole thing straight away and uh, but to give me the, the give me topics and possibly the next six episodes <laughs> <laughs> no it 's cool uh, we, I do need to go through and explain you know a little bit more into my ideas. Because, uh, I mean, you know, this is stuff that I've been exploring for a couple of years now. And, you know, we've been kind of coming across these topics through uh, through experiences and, and journey. Uh, but I guess for people that are starting out, you know, with these kind of topics, and I mean, Hollow Earth is one that I definitely want to go into a whole, a whole lot more. Yeah, um, You know, the densities, I mean, that's going to be a whole other episode as well. Uh, dimensions and reality, consciousness, I mean, these, these are all... I get excited at this stuff. So, you know, I'm going to be throwing these sort of terms in there and talking about it a little bit and probably using examples that are, like, just over my head. I can't explain this stuff. But um, if I have to do homework, you guys are doing homework. And, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll get through this. It, uh, it's all part of the uh, the journey. Yeah. Where, where's that from? Uh, I listen to too much London Real. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The London Real journey. Well, it's, it's all... Uh, I don't know, I think you need, you need to enjoy, you need to enjoy the, the moment, and the moment is the, uh, is okay. the journey.
1: It's not, a, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Well, you know, you never get there. there. Yeah. You end up in your box like
0: Alan Watts. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, chopping those fat rhymes. I'm going to have to break down a beat. Hey, I, I, we brought tea today, because uh, it's going to be a big session. Yeah. I, I need to be alert. We're talking about some, uh, what are we talking about today?
1: We're, we're, I'm going to try to explain to you some philosophical and political concepts uh, and see, see if you already know a bit about them. Um, Sounds because good. I, I, I don't think we've ever really had a, a deep conversation on this topic and it's something I talk about a lot, think about a lot uh, and put videos on YouTube about a lot. Um, and
0: I, I, I agree with a lot of your points. Mm-hmm. So I'm familiar with the area which is good, It means I'm not Flat-footed yeah. in this case. Yeah. But uh, it, it'd be cool. It's cool to go through things right through. You yeah. know I mean? so, so then from here, I mean, our podcasts are only going to get better.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. And there's yeah. some knowledge bombs in this one. Mm. <laughs> I
1: hope
0: so. Can we add sound That's effects in? Bomb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to add something in later. Uh, I, I just think you, you should. Are you going to, like, point at the camera and go pew, 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 something uh, like that.
0: Nah, you know, it's I'm I'm not for violence. It's kind of, it's got all right. connotations. But we should, I think we should definitely make them more uh, entertaining if they're already not. I mean, I know, I know I laugh at myself yeah. a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've watched the first two episodes already. And I t- uh, first one was okay. Second one was all right. I wasn't particularly happy with it.
1: But I, I think it's cool that, that we keep no, going. You don't need, like, need to be self-conscious, like, and we just... Um... Look at it and, and see how we can improve, and then we keep going.
0: Well, we I, I'm, keep I'm really enjoying rolling this. Rolling on
1: through, yeah. I, I think we're, we're having a good time, and we're talking about things that are interesting. So that's, you know, it's definitely worthwhile. So why not share it? Yeah. can um, we we'll do an intro? Paradise Paradox. Kurt Robinson, also of the Paradise Paradox. We are together, the Paradise Paradox. <laughs> Welcome to join. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> cool. cool. So, um, yeah, so ideas that I think about a lot, these words, these t- these terms like anarcho-capitalism, voluntarism, libertarianism, uh, and then go- going into the other side, it's things like... Et- uh, Austrian economics, which we have talked about a bit. Um, so what, um, what do you know about all these ideas?
0: Well, it's, I remember first talking about these ideas. I mean, this a year ago, I think we, we you yeah. first brought these ideas to me. A few yeah. of my, a few of I was already aware of, but I mean, you've obviously jumped a lot more further into like, you know, the, the origins of these ideas. I mean, when we start, yeah. first start talking about Austrian economics, yeah. and you know, we would we would laugh about how you know I'm the one that's done the, the business degrees and you know I finished <laughs> a masters, and it's like Aaron, you know, tell me about this stuff. <laughs> and we talked about it, but it wasn't it wasn't uh, you know exactly what you were talking about. Mm. It was like you know I was familiar I was familiar with the terms, and we could discuss it and have you know have a sweet conversation, mm. but the the idea of Austrian economics is so far away from you know the the average day economics of like we know what we what we play with yeah
1: like what like you you as part of your business degree you studied macro and micro
0: they split it up there's two courses you you do you spend six months doing your your macro and six months doing your micro and you know a lot of it's about you know looking at diagrams and and understanding. You start off with, you know, anyone can say, you know, it's all supply and demand, but you literally start with the basics. You get yeah. through your supply and demand and then what effects are on that. You can look at different industries and you put that in case studies, you know, and you analyze all the way through. But then when you start talking about Austrian economics, mm-hmm. it's like, it's all that, but you're looking at it from a totally different, yes. a different value. Yes. Like, you know, yes. like where the points actually, you know, well, what's, what's important? Like, what's the critical factors? It's the same graphs, yeah. The same ideas. It's just you start in conclusion, the point that you're talking about that's going to change or the factor is, mm. is nearly almost the opposite. Mm.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I imagine in as as part of your economics courses, you probably talk about statistics a lot, and, and uh,
0: that's a whole other course,
1: right? Okay. You know what I mean? Like you know, so they, that doesn't that doesn't you, come into the economics itself.
0: I uh, know I mean further down the track uh-huh. I mean like okay. uh, you, okay, you, you start you start your business uh, you start your business course you macro that's one topic micro statistics 1050 okay. was a course that I did um, I mean you know talking like 10 years ago yeah you know when, when I went through them so but you, you're so uh, this is one thing that I, that I find almost it's good at the time when you're going through and you're doing it because you are really focused and you, the case studies are good I mean it's all it's all valuable mm. but you look at everything so fine mm. that it's hard to relate it to to real to real life right like you know it's it's cool to do a case study, but they give you all the data right you know they give you the programs how to analyze it they tell you what sort of you know what sort of standard deviations you're looking for or what median value you're looking for like you know all the, you understand all the terms, but unless you've got a job that you're doing something with it and you can make this like a, a reality for you uh it, it you do you, you cram it, you study it, you do the exam, mm. you get your distinctions, and then mm. you go party
1: yeah and well, then it's next year. I, I have to wonder who like how many people actually get a job that that uses economics and, um, and anyway, um, can you actually uh, i don't know this can you tell me what is the distinction between macroeconomics and microeconomics is it, it's, okay. it's, but, a, it's but, by using
0: like, no yeah. but by using an example i mean you, you it depends what environment you're looking at. Yeah. And then you have to look at the factors inside the environment and then yeah. outside the environment. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of, I mean, it's, you, you can say a lot of the, the, the micro stuff we're talking about was like inside Australia and then you mm-hmm. look inside like Australian industries and then, you know, you do yep. case studies like that. Yep. But then when you go macro, you know, you're talking about like a whole, a whole world perspective. Yeah. Okay. But, but, I mean, looking back now, I, I can't really think of any, I mean, I, I can't, honestly, I can't remember any examples that I, that I can tell you that we actually did mm. Oh that i that I did in the, in the course still so got the, still got the books you know,
1: um, <laughs> let's see so so a lot of people who study economics at university, I should make it clear like I study uh, economics just as a hobby, I study ec- Austrian economics it, and I think about it great yeah, yeah it's because uh, it's like a puzzle, you think about a certain situation and how people are going to act, what incentives they have, and how how that's going to have certain effects um but that's that's not really what they teach in university, as I understand. So, do, do they teach you about John Maynard Keynes, Keynesianism? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And what, I mean. do, what what do they say about him? Or what do they say about his work? I should say.
0: See, yeah, this is um, we. It's going back. You, like you study the, far, the modern money. You study the modern money theory. Right. It's, it's like what, one thing I realised was talking with you about. About different about economics, mm-hmm. and then looking back at the terms that we use using at university, it depends on what book you picked up to what yep. things were called. Right.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I mean, the, the cyclic money theory and modern money theory was something that you know that we you know we studied that all the way through, mm-hmm. and like you know we draw, the, we draw the diagrams and explain it all the way through how you know where the money trickles through, where it comes in, how it's created. Mm-hmm. You study all these all these points, but uh, in the in the later years when you start looking at Economics from, from a hobby point of view.
1: Mm.
0: And then you come, in, you come in from... It's like you're coming into the, the subject at a different angle. Yes. And you, you come in from a point that, you know, obviously your interest, and then you're, the case studies that you're doing... I don't know, name a case study from a hobby point of view that, that you would look at.
1: Okay. So something like if we look at the, the economics of the minimum wage, uh, how, how the minimum wage affects how, how people work um, and how it affects how employers hire employees. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And how it affects how, how difficult it is to start a small business. Yep, yeah. all, all of these things.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, we'll, we'll stick with Australia, for example. Okay. I mean, just to, to okay. have a look, because I mean, having a look at, uh, we, I like doing the, the Australian US comparison
1: mm-hmm.
0: of, uh, I mean, you look at unemployment rates, yeah. the minimum wage. Uh, how, I mean, do you gotta look at taxes. Yeah. Do, you, do you look at taxes and analyze how much tax is actually coming out of a business? Uh,
1: no, I've never, I've never looked at that because... Uh, I mean, well, I, 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 I
0: don't know, do you, I mean, I feel like I'm jumping political. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah, start, yeah. Start going, going down that <laughs> path. Yeah, that
1: gets into the other side of it. But say, with, with something like minimum wage, like you, like, it's, it seems like you're making the assumption that the first thing I would look at would be unemployment rates. But that's that's not where I would start.
0: Well, see, this is, a, yes. this is a, the best part about, about our two different sides. Yep. Because in my case study, I'm I'm fed different yep. data depending on, on what I'm supposed to, you know, analyze. Yeah. Where, looking from a hobby point of view...
1: Yeah, from an Austrian economics. So the, the thing about Austrian economics is it, it starts out with, with uh, certain assumptions, like uh, ideas like every human action is rational like every time you're trying to do something you're actually doing it because you believe it will benefit you in in some way or or it will help somebody in some way some something purposeful value yeah that will create some some value for somebody who whoever that is and and people say stuff like um so uh, well, if somebody is is doing a, a rain dance in his backyard and expecting it to make it rain, well, obviously that's not rational. But that's a different that's a different meaning of the word rational. Um, what the, what the word rational means in this context is, yeah, yes, this guy is doing a rain dance because he expects it to make it rain. Um, so by that definition, his his action is rational, and uh, even though his his Perhaps he's mistaken. <laughs> I don't know whether he's mistaken. Perhaps he can do a rain dance and yeah, get, get I, it to rain. Um, th- but, but most people would say that's not going to be effective. Um, so so the thing about this is, if we, if we look at the minimum wage, um, the first thing we have to say is, well, what is what is a, a minimum wage law? And the the only way I, I know how to define it, I've never come up, I've never seen anyone state a better definition, is that a minimum wage is a ban on jobs that pay between $0 per hour and X dollars per hour, where X is the minimum wage. Gotcha. So um, so the question is, um, a, a lot of people say uh, a, a minimum wage is going to increase employment because it stimulates aggregate demand, which gets it, it, into a really complicated uh, view, whereas uh, um, to, to make it really simple, you know when they say, like Occam's Razor, the, the explanation with the least leaps of faith, or the explanation uh, which, which requires the least faith, is normally going to be correct. It's not always the case, but it's a good heuristic. So, um, so what happens when you ban jobs? What could possibly happen?
0: <laughs> I don't see anyone paying more than minimum wage if they don't have to.
1: oh uh, well, that's uh, that's another thing we're we'll getting into. But that's, uh, but what what happens if you ban a job? Do you think imp- employment will increase or decrease? When you say ban a job? Yeah. W- well, like, well what what sort of example? So in in this case, we're talking about a minimum wage law. So um, so the minimum wage in Australia for an adult employee is is say. $16.50, depending on the award. Um, so if, if I try to employ you at $10 an hour, even though you're willing to work, and even though I'm willing to employ you for that much, that would not be allowed. Uh, if I get caught doing that, then I'm going to be fined. Um, I'm not sure what the, the penalties are. I might, maybe I would even be imprisoned. Um, so, so what effect do you think that would have on employment? Would it increase employment or decrease employment?
0: I would say that probably decrease employment in that yes. case, in that example. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if that's the, the the going rate, or if that's kind of like the if ten dollars an hour is what the employer is willing to pay, mm. then of course, you know, if they're doing that, why would they have that ten dollars an hour in the first place? I mean, obviously, they've done their, their budget and they're saying that's all the job is worth to have yes. done for me. Yes, why would I pay sixteen dollars? But if I had to, then obviously I would employ someone for but sixteen, no,
1: but not necessarily because uh, because if if it costs sixteen fifty and I've budgeted for ten dollars, can I still employ you?
0: Well, it depends if the job needs to be done or not.
1: Yeah, it, it does depend. Yes, you're, oh, well, you're right. But it, um, as, assuming uh, assuming I can figure out some other way of doing it, either by automation or working my other employees harder, you know, paying you, them an extra two dollars an to do them. more work, I'm probably not going to employ you. Um, and so. What's most likely going to happen if you have a uh, if you have a minimum wage well, is that employment is going to go down.
0: But the the reason why they do this is so we we can try and maintain a minimum standard of living.
1: Mm. I mean, yeah. Well, that's that's the theory. That, uh, that exactly. Is, that's the that's the PR campaign. I, I would say that's a, that's what that is. But but let's uh, like we can analyze that notion too, um, because say. I mean, what what is the what's the, what's the real minimum wage? The real minimum wage is always zero, because because if you don't have a job, I thought we got rid of slavery. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. Um, the real minimum wage is zero, because if you don't have a job, you get paid zero. Uh, if you if you don't have a job, you can't find anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, the real minimum wage is always zero. So um, so if you have the choice. Um, let's see. you have, you have the choice of earning $0 per hour. And let's say you, you need money and, and you are willing to work as an employee. Uh, you know, you don't have enough money to start your own business, whatever. You're in this situation where a job will be beneficial to you. Um, so are you better off in that case, working for $10 an hour, or are you better off not having a job?
0: You work for what's. Available exactly. I mean, we we, we can see this in a lot of uh, a lot of emerging economies, mm, where even even though in Mexico, I think the minimum wage is like eighty pesos a day. Yeah, it's about that, roughly. uh, You you know, there's people working for less. I mean, using using the basic. Mm. I mean, mathematically, yeah, the minimum wage is zero, because Mm. someone that's out on the street begging for whatever they can get, they might only get they might only get fifty pesos that day. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're like, but how is this possible That the minimum wage is 80?
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, in theory, mm. you know what I mean? This, 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 shouldn't, this shouldn't happen. But I mean, the reality.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I feel like the Austrian economics kind of, it, it captures the reality a little bit yes. more than, than what, than what we're, we're led to study.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and that's why it's so interesting that they don't teach it. But that's, uh, that, that's well, a whole it, It's story. not that it's
0: not there. Yeah. It's just that it's not focused on.
1: I, okay. I remember
0: when I when I finished, like a, the two major things that I needed to focus on yeah. was understanding the, the cyclic money system and the, the whole yeah. and the way that interacted with modern money theory. Okay, like I mean, I haven't I haven't done my homework, and this is something that, okay. that I studied like ten years okay. ago.
1: so we don't but, we don't have to go into detail about that. But
0: but yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like you know, these are things that that I remember, mm. and, and like you know, all these all these terms, I found it fascinating when I was talking with you year ago, a couple mm. years ago, mm. when you first started going into, you know, you wanted my point of view and stuff that, I mean, was this when you were getting into it as well?
1: Uh, I, I was probably starting a, about a year before that because when, um, in 2012, when Ron Paul was running, I was like, this is, this is an interesting dude. And I remember uh, the first time a video came up on Facebook of somebody, um, somebody posted a video about Ron Paul. And I was like, uh, oh, you know, whatever. Um, they, they always put a different politician in to give it a good face, just like they did with Obama.
0: Yeah, it was a couple of years ago when when I really got into Ron Paul as well. Yeah. Because his point of view was so different yes. from, from your standard I don't know, what you were delivered.
1: Yeah. So he's yeah, he seemed to be an honest dude. And he seemed to be actually teaching something, it was which like is something politicians never do. Uh,
0: I'm just saying he's, he stuck his head out. Like he's, he's, still, yeah. he's still around. Yeah. How's, yeah. He, how's he going now?
1: Uh, he has his TV show on, on uh, YouTube and stuff like this, uh, you know, still writing books. Yeah. I don't want to get away um, too
0: far from the topic, but, yeah. but Ron Paul and his idea of, or uh, well, he was really pushing to... To finish up the wars and bring the soldiers home and, yeah. and, and run, close all that up. But that's,
1: that's not off-topic because that's all related to what we're talking about. What oh, good.
0: Yeah. Um, but what, what, I, what I was really impressed with was that his, his campaign, mm. we, which was uh, I mean, we can say majority was, was self-funded, but it wasn't really because when, I mean, there's a few um, he, he was happy to openly say that the majority of his funds for his campaigns, he had a pretty big campaign at one mm. point as well. Yeah. I mean I was interested in the way the media wasn't expressing that or you know just dropping him <laughs> off the board but I I thought it was good that he was happily explaining that a lot of his funds were coming from the troops themselves. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like it's like what is, what what, what, does, what does that mean exactly? When yeah. when you have when you're saying let's bring our boys home and then they're the guys that are paying for that campaign? <laughs>
1: yeah, they're putting like, their money there. They it
0: makes you think that they don't want to be there. with their dogs. yeah. You've got, you got to vote with cra- your A
1: crazy idea that people don't want to be in a country on the other side of the world murdering people for a living. What a, what a bizarre idea. Can you believe it?
0: <laughs> I could probably believe it, but yeah. I've done a few laps of the world, so... <laughs>
1: hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, with...
0: I mean, Ron Paul, he, yep. he was, when he started talking about Austrian economics, yep. that's when I started scratching my head a little bit and going, okay, let's... I, I, know, I know this stuff. Like I, you know, you know mm. what he's talking about. Mm. But it's like when you start throwing in a few different other examples and case studies of your own, mm. and you think, well, what, is it, what does it actually mean? Or what is it, how is this actually affecting? Mm. I mean, I think was it was in the second... Uh, you know, one of our last episodes, we talked about how everyone's regurgitating the same figures and no one's really asking questions. I never ask questions. Mm. Why would I ask questions? I just wanted to get a good mark.
1: Yeah, and, and that's an interesting, too, interesting thing too because macro and micro are parts of like every degree uh, or, or so many degrees, even when it's something people aren't interested in. So it's like, yeah, you're going to get educated in something you don't really care about and we're going to just teach you one perspective or, or two very similar perspectives. It's in the,
0: it was in the core courses. You never had a choice.
1: Yeah. Why? why I mean, it, it's, it's, it's
0: essentially the same thing, just in a different, a different colored book.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, does, does, that, does that make sense to you? Like, to me, mm. looking back, I mean, I, I can't tell you the difference exactly without using a case study. Right. <laughs> Should I be able to?
1: The difference between...
0: Between a, a macro and, and, and micro.
1: Well, I, I mean, I, economics I is
0: economics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not until afterwards you realise that, you know, it's kind of... I mean, I understand, you know, it's like an A and a B, mm. but there's no, there no real reason why to do them in any order.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. I never really bothered to learn the distinction. So, um, But I guess the, and, uh, the things that I think about are normally on a micro level. They're normally things like with... Within a community, because these tend to be good thought experiments, like like what I just mentioned to you about minimum wage, you can you can think it through, in on a smaller scale, and it's, it tends to be a lot easier. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you yeah. have to.
0: Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you can't consider all the factors that are going to throw your curves out, mm. or your or your factors. Full stop. You can't. Yeah.
1: You got to like you start on start on a smaller scale, and it helps you understand the, the principles. Yeah.
0: One thing that threw me though was mm. when he was. We did study a lot of money creation, mm. but I feel like that wasn't something that really meant something to me, or you know, I never really. It never really hit my core until maybe a couple of years
1: ago. So was this was this a, as a part of Keynesianism or as modern monetary thing, or you don't remember which?
0: Uh, we we studied both. Yeah, yeah. We we studied both. I mean, I found the I found the the rap videos very interesting like very entertaining. Oh. And, and it wasn't until Friedrich Hayek versus, versus John Maynard Keynes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know the one. Yep. Uh, I never really, I never really found the. I mean, honestly, you when I was in that, when I was in the courses, it was literally just regurgitating the information. Yeah. Um, and the fact so
1: they get a free ride on you. They brainwash you because you want to get through the course as quickly as possible without. Well, I mean, I, look, I'm
0: not I'm not your your best student. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you know, what I mean, like, I, I never really was.
1: <laughs> well, of course, about a about a about a course that you're forced to do and don't really care about. I mean, why why would you? Um,
0: but that yeah, that, that's that's not really the. I mean, that I I mean, it's not it's not that like you don't enjoy them. But it's like you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it in your weekend. Mm. That's kind of the difference. You always have yeah. something better to do. I mean, now... I,
1: I wouldn't study modern monetary theory on, on the well, that, Yeah, you I know, mean... I, I started reading that book, <laughs> Warren Mosler, and stylistically, like, uh, I, I can't even get into talk about the logical fallacies that are included in his economic analysis, but stylistically... It is so bad, <laughs> it is abysmal. He talks, he, every anecdote that he includes in the book. First of all, it's a treatise in economics and he's writing these anecdotes about dinner parties, about where he's explaining things to, to senators. I, I
0: didn't read those papers.
1: Okay, <laughs> this is from uh, seven, seven Myths About Economics. I think that's, the, or Seven Killer Myths About Economics. It's yeah. called... Something like that. Seven Dead Limits. Yeah. And uh, so, so he, had, he, talk, he tells these stories about, yeah, so I was, I was at the party with the senator and, and then I explained this to him and ha, huh, he didn't have anything to say about that. So every every anecdote in the book was in some way big-noted him. Um, but uh, <laughs> but
0: why, why would a politician want to know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, it, it depends on the politician because if well, the politician, yeah, of if the politician wants to justify spending, which a lot of them do, they want to know Mosler, uh, and they want they want to know his bizarre justifications. Um, yeah, by from Mosler or from Keynes, it, it's, um, it's
0: easy to say you know we're going to do this because this is how it works.
1: We're going to stimulate aggregate demand. We're going to. <laughs> We're going to spend money on a war and somehow that's, by destroying things, we're going to make a more economic activity. Uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> so this is, a, this is another idea. It, and, and you recognize this everywhere if you listen to politicians talking, um, especially about wars, but in some cases about other things. Um, so it's called the broken window fallacy. Have you ever heard of it?
0: Only briefly. Okay. I mean, I, I think I think I've heard of it. Looking through, uh, I mean, skimming through like my latest research. Okay, good. but go yep. ahead.
1: Okay. So this is an idea first proposed by Frederick Bastian uh, about 150 years ago. So he tells this little story. Uh, in this case, it's not a big noted anecdote. It's a difference. It's a, <laughs> it's like a parable, um, and the the story is about. A neighborhood where there's a butcher and one morning the the butcher comes in and he notices oh no his window is broken and he says this is just terrible uh, you know I'd saved up that hundred dollars uh, and and now I have to spend that hundred dollars on uh, uh, to, to pay the clays here uh, to repair my window uh-huh. and his friend the banker says ah, oh, don't worry about it it's good for the economy you see that $100 is going to go to the glazier, and the glazier is going to buy a new suit, and the, the, the tailor is going to buy uh, a Christmas ham, and that way it stimulates economic activity. Can, can you see what's wrong with this? What the yeah, but, uh, of,
0: of course. I mean, I ne- as soon as you started saying the example, it's like, yeah. it, this, this is like the most... When, when you're talking about modern money theory and the, the cyclic system of money, like this, mm. this is like... Uh, one brick in in that that wall that mm. creates a system, that, that the machine.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it doesn't work.
1: Yes. But why? Why doesn't it work? Well we if you <laughs> open
0: if you open the textbook, yeah. it, it says because, you know, everyone has different uh well there's you know, they, they break it down to people people save money. So it's like yeah. it takes money out of the system. You know, right. not it's like the the Orders. idea of like not yeah. everyone's gonna follow through that system. Yeah. And then uh well, I mean, we broke it down to people save money. Some money leaves the country. Like you know, we broke it down like li- there's a list of examples and why it doesn't mm-hmm. go around that little circle.
1: Yeah. So, but, so they, they were like they were trying to justify why it's bad to save, or
0: oh no, it's just something you budget for. It's like something okay. like when you, when you're looking at the system is like you, let, you, you know. Let me a...
1: explain because I'm not I'm not sure my. Um... If my point is completely clear so so bastiat goes on and says uh, the, so we're looking at what's seen so the the butcher is, has paid the glazier and the glazier pays the the suit uh, pays the tailor um but what would happen if the window hadn't have been broken okay well, I mean,
0: obviously the guy never got a new suit
1: but yeah well the the glazier never got a new suit but what about the butcher? The butcher has his window and he has a hundred dollars. So, yep. um, so you see this, uh, the, the fallacy is assuming that by breaking the window, um, it's somehow increasing wealth, but that can never be. You can never increase wealth by destroying something.
0: Well, we're, yeah, now it is, that's like the underlying principle of capitalism. And, mm.
1: it, and in what sense?
0: Or in a sense that we need to, we need to like, create, rebuild, use, consume resources, yeah, consume in general, uh, in order to keep the, the wheel going.
1: Yep, yep. But that's, a, like, if you're breaking a window, is breaking a window capitalism?
0: Oh, no, now no, you're going you're to twist me all up.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, of course, I could say, well, no, of course, I'm not going to say it's capitalism, but, I mean, the... I'm talking about like the, the core principle of, of consuming, whether you break something or whether you you know you, you embed some kind of reason. Or I mean, isn't the reason why we ha- always have new things coming out like the, the idea of the of right, seasons uh, and fashion? lessons. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, the, but that's a, that's that can be slightly different. For for one thing, the butcher didn't volunteer to have his window broken. He never said. Uh, um, hey, boy in the street, um, take this rock, I'll give you a dollar, break my window. So that, that wasn't voluntary. It it wasn't voluntary that his window was broken. Uh, whereas in something like a, you know, the iPhone 6 or 7 comes out and people say, oh, well, I'm going to sell my iPhone 5 and get a new one. That, that is completely voluntary. Uh, and that's, and normally they're getting some, some value from that, even if it's something like just the fashion. Um, so, value is still still being created, and and.
0: But is there any difference, though?
1: Mm. Well, I think there is a difference. I mean, because of you're not destroying something.
0: It's not the same thing. I mean, of course, it's not the same thing. Mm. But I mean, whether, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe this is me being being brainwashed. But whatever it takes mm. to whatever it takes to have. Someone consume something, whether yeah. it is voluntary or involuntary.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the guy could equally choose not to fix his window.
1: Yeah, but still the breaking it was involuntary. On his part? Yeah. Well, okay, the, the boy oh, breaking yeah. the window might have done it on purpose. Oh, he
0: didn't yeah. like the butcher, obviously. Um,
1: but yeah, I guess it comes into things like, for, for example, I've seen with, with iPhones, like people have, have iPhone 4s and it downloads the new OS and it does actually break the phone. Oh, more serious? or less, like I've seen cases where they they're trying to send a text message, and you press the button, you press the key, and like five seconds later, it actually brings up the the letter. Wait, so, wait,
0: wait! You're telling me that that is something that that is embedded in the software to know that the hardware's old, so then it doesn't actually.
1: I, I don't know because I, could, I couldn't. That's it. I couldn't uh, say that for sure because I don't no, have the evidence.
0: No, but just based on that, I feel like cracking my phone.
1: <laughs> just like jailbreaking.
0: Well, I, I know that, um, I mean, this is something I experience. My phone is, uh, I mean, I, I roll with an iPhone 5, mm. um, but I, I know it's been, through, it's been through some rough times. I mean, I'm not particularly, uh, you know, the nicest handling of my, of my phone, but I know that I'm having issues now. With that exact point, with that exact, mm. trying to type my messages and whatever. Like, right. this, this is something that I type and then I, I do have to wait. But mm. I mean, it's just something that's a common assumption. Well, you know, I've had it for a couple of years. I can justify that I've had my worth out of my phone and it's getting mm. old. Mm. But I've got no intention of upgrading. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've got all my apps. I'm happy with I, I know. I know there's a way that I can, I can upload that to a new phone. Yeah. I'm sure it's easy. I just don't want to go through the process.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Why would you want to spend the money? I guess, and if if uh, the fashion of a new iPhone, but now, kill now
0: I'm it. starting to believe that it's involuntary.
1: Um. Well, it depends. This is, but this is like personally, I don't think I would buy an iPhone. Uh, I wouldn't buy a lot of Apple products because I think they they do do this sort of shady dealing, but a, a lot of people are happy buying them. But the point about the broken window is. By breaking a window, you can never be wealthy. And, oh, that is, the, the, um, the society can never be wealthy as a whole. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like just destruction. I mean, you don't, you don't yeah. encourage your kids to do it because you know it just, it's going to burn a hole in your pocket. Yeah. How is it not going to burn a hole in a country's budget?
1: Yeah, that's right. And that's why when we talk about war, and people like, uh, like Paul Krugman and, and a lot of economists say, oh, well, you know, war is... Good for the economy it's well it's not because it's
0: that, definitely micro they're, <laughs> they're, they're not looking at the macro that, situation. that's right
1: because like some some people make that argument to me like they say oh World War two was great for the Americas and, and I say well it was, okay it was great but it was a win-lose situation and you're not looking at the opportunities that people would have had that is the unseen the opportunities that they could have existed if all these resources weren't artificially diverted into killing people. Oh, and killing people isn't really cool.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, war is just. There, there, there really isn't, there's no need for it. Yeah. There, there's, there's no need for any, any violence. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think that what's the difference between bullying at mm. school? And like, you know, everyone gets up and rules about how bad bullying is in school. Mm. But, I mean, why are countries doing it to each other?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or it's like that, that clip of Marilyn Manson in, uh, in uh, Bowling for Columbine, and he says, like, well, I like to think that I'm an influential person, but I don't think I'm as influential as the President of the United States, who, like, just weeks before had, had bombed a, a country, um, just weeks before the, the Columbine shooting.
0: But do you uh, really think the President has that much power?
1: Well, no. I, I mean, yes and no. He has power in certain senses. Not as much as people make it out. But, yeah, he, I think he wouldn't have... To, I think the President of the United States would have the power to do something stupid like uh, bomb a small country to divert from the fact that uh, there's a scandal about who he has sex with. Um, <laughs> I think that's a definite possibility. I, I think he could pull some strings to get that come off.
0: Um, yeah. I, I, th- I think you're right. I think, uh, although um, I believe that the the head of any political party mm. at some at some level is is a puppet for whatever the whatever the party or whatever the people that that are controlling the party has mm. planned for that that political group. I, I don't I don't think that uh, if they had it in them, mm. they could come out and expose that to a certain level, or at least put you know put their they put their foot down and say you know we're going to. We, we're not going to do this, or we're going to do this in a different way, or it's got a different way of doing this. Like, mm. you know, I, I think in that respect, they're, they've got power.
1: Yeah but, yeah, but then the question is what it'll be like, Kevin Rudd and Julia Gillard. She, she finds a way to flip it over and uh, like, get yeah. rid of her mods. Some, yeah, like no, that. that's,
0: that's nice yeah. yeah, that's pretty a nice way. Yeah, that's pretty a nice way of playing yeah. the power. Or, yeah, or uh, the other
1: way is JFK.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, there's, there's several examples where I'm sure the power didn't quite go the right way when yeah. someone felt uncomfortable at what was happening.
1: Yeah. But that's a, that's a thing, because there are, there are rules you can break and there are rules you can't break. And uh, when, you, when you start saying stuff about... Uh, what was it he said? There's a monolithic group of people who, who control things in the United States, who, who attempt to control the world. And he was trying to... Issue silver certificates, so, so bring the um, bring honest money in, into the currency yeah. supply. Yeah. Um, so that had, that definitely had effect on
0: that. That's a speech. That speech. Do you think it changed the world as much as what it should have?
1: Not yet. <laughs> I I, mean, well, a lot of people listen to it these days and say, "What's going on here?" It makes yeah. ask Well, I
0: mean, I I didn't I didn't when I, I saw it. Uh, I saw it only recently maybe in yeah. the last couple of months again like probably the last time I've listened to the whole thing through and every time that I hear it it just seems to, to let off a little like another, another spark you know what I mean like there's, there is more information there than what people realise I mean this is like going back to when I first heard it I mean I think a lot of people heard it and just said oh, you know cool they've, they've accepted it it's a, it's a powerful speech mm. but when you really listen to it and, yeah. and you get through all the information. And it, and there's so much information in it that I'm still yet to capture. Mm. I mean, I, I, I believe I got the whole message, but I believe I got the whole message the first time I heard it. Mm. But every time I hear it, I think of something else.
1: Yeah, It's got a very high
0: he, level of consciousness.
1: Yeah, he's saying a lot of interesting things, and, and not all of them are immediately obvious. So I, it, it is very interesting, and that's why it's been the topic of much speculation by uh, conspiracy theorists. Um we're, yeah. not, we're not going down that path, not yeah. yet. But let's, uh, let's. I want to talk to you about philosophy and the philosophy of, of politics, the philosophy of government. So, can you tell me? Do you do you know what theft is?
0: I've got a pretty good idea.
1: Okay, give me a definition.
0: A definition would be to take something. Yeah. Without having the the ownership yep. of that item.
1: Yep. Sure. Um, do you know what taxation is? Uh,
0: taxation. Well, I'm not a big fan of taxation. Yeah. And I'm sure you've got <laughs> the same reasons. Yes. Uh, taxation would be the giving the money back to the land or who's in control of that land.
1: Who's, or, in, con- who's in control or who owns it?
0: Yeah, that's a good definition I mean, should I Do I have to pick?
1: I, I think you might have to make a distinction I, no, Okay,
0: I'll have to say Paying money yeah. To people that are in control okay. Of that land Because, and, because yeah. I, I Personally, I don't believe anyone Should have the right to own any land Oh, really? Why? Why, why should they have the right to own land? To, to lease Or to To occupy Is it, different to own
1: Okay, okay that's a um, all right. We'll get into that later because that might that might sure. be a very interesting thing. Um, so okay, so so um, taxation is is when you uh, when you're forced to pay money to somebody who controls the land, or when.
0: Or... Uh, well, I mean, you, well, you are forced to. I mean, yeah. you, you're, you're backed. I mean, you have to. Otherwise, I mean, there, there's certain ramifications that you know potentially violent. Either way, it's, there's there's no positive there's no positive outcome by not paying your
1: taxes. Right. Okay. Unless involuntary. you get away
0: with it. <laughs> involuntary.
1: Invol- involuntary, yeah. So so you're saying that it is, it is a violent interaction. Taxation is, is inherently violent because there um, there are going to be violent consequences if you refuse, or or at least the threat of violent consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so mean, yeah. So of um, would you say there's any difference between taxation and theft? In, in terms of facts.
0: Well, I'm not the best with English, <laughs> but those two words are totally different. But if you want definitions, yeah. or you my personal point of view? Uh,
1: both, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to say. Um, and any way you can bring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I know we both have the same
0: view. The, yeah, the, the, same, the same view on this. To, to pay for something to someone that I believe controls that land, maybe, you know, suppose, I don't know, officially with a right to, I, that's a different topic. Yeah. Um, this is We're talking about involuntary payment mm. that we're, we're forced to,
1: yeah.
0: backed by possible violence. Yeah. That's no different to me getting mugged.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's, yeah. that's no different to me involuntary having to give, well, that's
1: what it is. Yeah, yeah. Having to give you money. Uh, I'm, actually, you I'm money. actually
0: happy the way I explained that.
1: <laughs> Good, yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Um, so, um, so do, you, do you ever know? Let's see, how, how do governments get their money?
0: Well, there's. Uh, yeah, how do they get their money? This is homework. <laughs> I not know, taxes, of course. I mean, there's... taxes.
1: Okay, so they get their money from theft, number one.
0: You're changing my words, man.
1: What you just? Did yeah, no, you no, just no, say, no, 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 no. You I just, just... said agreed that it, it's the same thing. Right? Yeah, no, no, it's cool. It's cool.
0: Um, yeah, look,
1: tax. Yeah, so theft.
0: Well, no the, the government is us. It's our representation.
1: What, what do you mean the government? I, I, I've never worked for government. What do you mean the government is us? Well, I never received a paycheck from them.
0: The government is uh, the government of people that we have put in place. To assist our community, lift, their, okay. lift our, I mean, I don't know, re- pull our resources together. But this, like, they, it,
1: they steal money off you. I, who, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. But wait, who, who steals the money? Do you steal the money?
0: If, I'm, if I am the government, am I if stealing are, the money?
1: If you are. No, no, do you personally, Aaron Banner, do you steal the money? I do not steal the money. Okay. Do I steal the money? Well, if Have I, you ever seen me? If I do steal taxes? the money, yeah. I haven't taxed anybody. If that's the question. Okay. Because you said government is us.
0: Okay. Well, well, we put the government in place. I mean, this is something that people need to need to like really work out. <laughs> no one's happy with the government.
1: Yeah. In oh, in
0: the majority of countries.
1: Yeah. yeah? But you, you're you're telling me that we put them in place, but then yeah, you're saying do. that no nobody is happy.
0: Yeah, no, this is So there's this, a definite
1: contradiction there.
0: Yeah. Well, this is something everyone's dealing with. This is, why yes. we, this is why we're doing what we're doing and where we are, where we are. Yes. Because, you know, you need to realize that you're not exactly in control as much as you think you are.
1: Yes. It's like, yes. you know, we,
0: we <laughs> vote. Yeah, cool. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I vote. And my vote, you know, equal system, maybe, you know, who I voted for didn't get in place. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, if they did get in place What difference does it make?
1: Yeah.
0: What happens if I didn't want to vote? Or what happens well, if I'm, I'm in, not happy with the government Australia, system and
1: we'll, in... we'll get fined um. <laughs> Well look I've I, so,
0: I got no problem saying that I haven't voted For last, the last couple elections Good like, I, 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 don't, I don't even know when the elections so, you are said,
1: You said the government is us Do you, still, do you stand by that statement Or do you think there's, there's something wrong with that?
0: Oh, no, I, I know there's something wrong with it. Yeah. I, I know there's something inherently completely wrong with that. Okay. The, so,
1: so we know that, that you haven't stolen money on behalf of government. I haven't stolen money on behalf of government, or at least we're, we're assuming that. Well, I know, I know my
0: <laughs> bank account doesn't reflect that. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so we can't really say that government is us because we don't, we don't steal no, money from people.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, and, I understand where you're where you going with that. Yeah. And, and it's true. But, I mean, I want everyone to realize that the government is in place because they let them. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's... A, that's... It's, I mean, this is something that, you know, and, and we, we accept that mm. they're in place. You, you, you know, you know we, could, we could turn the government off. Mm. I mean, we as in the people could turn the government off. But... It's possible, n- yeah. But most people are happy.
1: Mm. But you content. know what? This is a thing, too, because you know what normally happens if there's a revolution... Oh yeah, it's, it's bad. No, well, yeah, it's bad because you know what happens after a revolution.
0: Um, we press reset, and
1: um, yeah, there's another government.
0: <laughs> we we play again. It's like uh, it's like you ever played the game Risk? Okay. Yeah, sure. I love that game, but I I know I didn't finish a game. Some, that board was always flipped. You ever finish mm. a game of Risk? Uh,
1: I think I have. I think
0: I have. I mean, at what point... It's a do a long time but Yeah, but there's always someone that's like winning from at least halfway through the game onwards. And you know you can't compete. They've got all of Africa.
1: There's another six hours.
0: Yeah, it goes forever. It's like, you know, it's like, cool, you win. I'll give you the, the handshake. Yeah. It's like, you know, why, why don't we just do that? Why don't, why don't all the communities just delegate their own, mm. their own leaders... And they all get together and go handshake the government and go, you can go home now.
1: <laughs> but why do why, why didn't the leaders need to do that? Like, who are these leaders?
0: Well, I'm saying people, they... I mean, like, let's start back at, like, neighborhood watch.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, good.
0: You know what I mean? Like, let's start, let's start, let's start in your home.
1: Mm.
0: Let's start working out, you know, who's kind of, like... I'm not saying who's the boss, mm. but who are you happy to talk on your behalf? Mm. Like, who are you happy to say... They're going to look after this.
1: Okay, well, but I don't know why you need to do that necessarily. Um, it, there are things like, like you mentioned, neighborhood watch. But there's some, there's uh, this app called Peacekeeper. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. No, tell me so, about it. So Peacekeeper is kind of like a, a technological neighborhood watch app. So what happens is uh, you you elect uh, eleven or twelve people in your phone, people. Pref- Preferably people that you know in your community, uh, people that you trust, and that way if if something happens uh, like there's a burglary at your home, um, you're worried there's an intruder, Um, perhaps even if there's a fire, uh, you can press your button on your Peacekeeper app and all of your neighbours that are available come and help you because you have a reciprocal agreement. Of course you're going to help them, they're in trouble. Um, and, and that way, you always know that there's going to be a few people around who, who can help you, a few people who you trust, who, who are willing to stick their necks out for you. And so this is...
0: That app needs to get more exposure.
1: Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm all about P2P apps. Yeah. Like yeah. connecting people to people yep. uh, with that exact, that kind of app. Mm. Or, I mean, for any future trade, I mean, if anyone's interested in helping me put together something, we can get a team. Mm. We yeah. can do this. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but how long has the app been around for? Uh,
1: about a year, I, I think.
0: Have you been following its progress?
1: No, no. Um, just a little bit. I listened to a couple of interviews with the dude who made it. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's cool. The things like that. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, people people looking out for each other. Of course, in some communities, uh, like for example in Detroit, if you call the police, if you're in an area where they actually show up, because they don't show up to every area, um, if you are in an area where they do show up, um, the average wait time is about four hours. So, uh, immediately the value of the Peacekeeper app becomes obvious. Um,
0: When... In the last episode, you mentioned Acapulco and how the, the police have, yeah. have gone the transit it was first the transit police yep. that went on strike, and then there were a few other officers that also went on strike afterwards. Mm. Um, I, I understand why Mexico probably doesn't know about this, why the media hasn't really uh, covered it mm. but looking at that, Detroit was like in the same when you google this stuff, Detroit's like right there mm. with Acapulco you know, like these are the places that are like. In, within the last month, that have these sort of cases that you're talking about, where the, yeah. where the police system, the government system, they're, they're failing.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's, like, there's no need for them. And there are, there's like a strength growing between the communities that, uh, this software sounds great. Yes. Like, there's a strength growing there between like these communities that do need to operate. and They need to operate because people yes. are gonna continue living their lives and they wanna feel safe and they wanna interact. And we do have these technologies now that we can put together solutions
1: yeah, so, so let, me, let me ask you another thing, because still I want to drill yeah, I mean, some you, you, more you on you this. I know you got more points. <laughs> yeah, i gotta, I got to go on forever. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> do, do you think, um, with the Peacekeeper app, um, if, if it works well, then that demonstrates that maybe police aren't as necessary as we once thought. Do you agree?
0: Well, personally, I haven't interacted with a policeman. Yeah. For many years. Yes. And when I have, I haven't received any value.
1: No. Yeah. I, I remember all. once a policeman, I, I was like, I, I wasn't doing something particularly great. I was trespassing or something. But the, the police officer threatened to put my head against the concrete and jump on my face. I don't know what it, he, he wasn't, he was directly threatening violence against me. I,
0: I nearly got shot.
1: Wow. By Mexican police or no, Australian no, no, no,
0: police? No, 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 by, uh, by, by an American policeman.
1: Wow, okay. Okay, are you going to share it, that story or should
0: we keep No, I, I, I know, I know, time's running out. I would like to share the footage. Yeah. Have, you, have I shown you? No, no. I didn't it's, it's, a, so. it's a real deal. I mean, I, I know any friends that are watching, a lot of them
1: might know the story and it's, it's quite... What's the time? Okay, we're okay. good. It's fifty-four minutes in, so if we want, to, we can keep going and split it up. No, I, can... I,
0: I, don't, I don't want to. Uh, I mean, I, I know the people that are close to me know the story,
1: Yeah. and have probably seen the video. Um,
0: <laughs> but he didn't add value. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's a, that's without question. Yeah. So, uh, so what what legitimate functions do you think government provides, if they if if any
0: legitimate functions? Yeah. I know so. A lot of the functions that are actually positive, yeah, uh, are because they're fixing their own mess, right. I okay. mean, that, that's something that I, I believe to my core.
1: Yeah. So if, so that's not, in in a way, that's not really legitimate because it's like, uh, it's it's like if I mean, if I, the I Glacier pays the pays a dollar to the kid. The kid breaks your window, and then the Glacier repairs your window. I mean. Uh, yeah, the, repairing the window is legitimate, can, but can you really call the Glacier's business legitimate?
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of insurance either.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking about insurance.
0: Uh, no, but I mean, but this is like we're talking about businesses that, have, that are capitalising on right. these sort of society, political, um, monetary constructs.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and you know, there's businesses that are now growing on top of this stuff. That's kind of like... I understand their place, mm. but if people understood their place, they wouldn't have a place.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, okay, let's let's go back to government. What yeah. what positive what, roles? Yeah, what, they play? what
1: legitimate functions do they do they serve?
0: Well, I, I know the roles look after. I mean, let's say the, the politics, the government. They uh, you know they they look after schools, hospitals. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say police because mm-hmm. you know they they're involved in there too. So let's say um, if,
1: if the police do actually do a good job, which in our experience they they don't really do a good
0: well, job. Well, I mean, soon as when I think of policemen, I'm auto, automatically you know rushing through my head, for example, like you know what happened in the US. You know this is years years ago. Um, right. You know my my experiences with friends that have, I mean you know I've had my run-ins yeah for sure. Um, but to be more accurate with my latest interactions, I mean I've been here in Mexico for a little while yeah. and I've dealt with police here. Yeah, and I've never had an issue.
1: Right. If you bribe them, or no,
0: no, that's my point. I've never had an issue. Like in the last, you've never had
1: to bribe them.
0: This year, I've never bribed any policeman. There were some transit. I guess we should
1: have (laughs) should have.
0: I mean, if you want to talk examples, I mean, there there were some. Because this is this is
1: a common thing. If anybody doesn't know. It's a really common thing to, to bribe a policeman in Mexico because that's just it's, it's an accepted thing because they don't get paid very well. Uh,
0: it, it has a term. Yeah. Tienes que dar tu mordita.
1: Mordita. Mordita. A little bite. A little bite. A, a, little little
0: bite. a little bite in your sandwich because mm. they're hungry too. Mm. They, they probably know their job. They know they're doing something. Accepting bribes isn't something I think they want to do. Yeah, but but of course, on a weekly basis, they would know that that's part of their income now. Yeah, and the, the society, the culture's made it that way. Yeah, because I'm sure these policemen are getting paid the best. But my interactions with the policemen here, I'm always happy to ask them, like you know, for directions, offer yeah. you know, for for assistance in you know, where am I going here? Hmm. And they're always like just super cool, just happy to help.
1: Okay, now that, I think that my experience. The Mexican hospitality.
0: Oh, that's nice. But I mean. My, the last negative interaction would have been, uh, I had some transit police right. at, at the airport here in Guadalajara mm. when I was, uh, uh, I'm not sure if you, you weren't with me. I didn't you were not so. I was, I was with a crew, you know, this was um, going back a month ago and we actually, actually I went to pick up my sisters mm. and in that, um, there, was, there was a mistake in, in the communication and you know, we weren't, we are were there early. Um, so, you know, we did a few laps. Of the, the car park. I was hoping to do the pickup, drive in, pick up, keep cruising. Uh, but because we stopped in like the, the taxi zone for like, I mean, it could have been 10 minutes, you know, enough for one of us to run in and check if they were there. Mm. Um, they, tried to, they tried to book me. Of course, you know, I asked them like several times, um, I've lost my sister, are you going to help me? Or are you going to at least let me know where I can get help? Mm. And by continually asking them for help, yeah, they just completely dismissed and just, uh, just said, we're not going to get money out of this guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they gave up on looking for a bride.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Yep. And, and, and the dudes that were with me, like my crew that, that were with me at the time, Yeah. there was a mixed discussion on just pay them, Aaron, and let's move. Or yeah. what, what are we going to do? So I sent... Uh, We sent someone to pay for the the parking because at this point they directed us into the parking. So we paid for the parking ticket. I I said, Look, I've lost my sister. Are you going to help me find or are you going to direct me to where I can announce that I've lost someone?
1: Yeah.
0: And or not? As soon as they basically gave me the I'm not going to help you, then I realized, okay, our conversation is done here.
1: (laughs) It's pretty badass.
0: I mean I was really pissed off and then and and when I realised what was happening yeah I mean they they, these were intimidating intimidating policemen Uh maybe not so I mean like because you know they they, they wear they are all their official like their gear on yeah but the fact that it was four of them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know trying to to surround me I thought this isn't I don't don't have fear for that kind of thing Mm. and the fact that I was with you know my crew this wasn't something it wasn't going to happen
1: yeah because any, any of them can pull out um, cameras and start shooting you. and uh... it, it, it,
0: wasn't like that, it, was, it wasn't worth their time. Yeah. So w- once we established that, then, then we left. Mm. Um, but going back to what you're saying, where is their, where's the value in, in their service? Yes. Or in, in government, um, schools, hospitals.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, but this stuff a here, a yep. lot of it's gone private now.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, like, okay, so it doesn't have to be done by government.
0: Well, that's, that's what that's what the uh, that's what it looks like.
1: So, so let's let let's I, I, I'll see if we can wrap this up. Wrap and, it, man. And, or maybe we may need to continue this on the next one. But for sure, um, but let's see. So, um, if something can be paid for by theft, or it can be paid for voluntarily, which which is preferable?
0: If people were awake. Things would be done on their terms.
1: Uh, answer my question. <laughs>
0: I'll answer from my perspective. Yeah. I like to do things voluntarily. Yes. If you're going to put me into a corner, I'll bite you. <laughs> you're Like I'm not going. I'm totally not going to so, play. Yeah. I I I like to do things out of my own will, out of my own you know what I'm feeling.
1: Yes. So so it's like if you can if you can have a private school system rather than a school system which needs to steal money from a lot of people and and uh, run that I, way.
0: I, I like the way you put it. <laughs> uh, well, I think if you had money... Yeah. Like, I mean, because the, these schools understand that we're talking for a... They need to offer something more than the governor's schools to be able to ask for, for money. Why would you pay for something that's something given to you? It needs to be premium.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, at least... That, but that's, that's a thing as well, because that's... that's uh, an effect, it's um,
0: justifiable in the society.
1: Yes, because because the government system is is free. It's free to the end user, but really, it's it's paid for by theft. So if you have the choice, I mean, I've made this decision too. Like in Australia, um, the the healthcare system is socialized, and even though I'm, I know actually I I want a good doctor, sometimes I say, well, I will go with the doctor that's free to. To me. <laughs> um, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, though, to be honest, the, the level of service that I receive from a doctor that's not free, it <laughs> it's like, blows it out of the water. If, if I pay like $70 for a doctor's visit in Australia, it's, it's incomparable. I... Yeah, it's amazing how, how much better the service is. Like, they t- treat you like a person rather than a number they need to get in get in, and get out. And that's a, that's a thing where they're... they're I haven't, I haven't been to it. see
0: a doctor in, in also... It could be like uh-huh. five years. Right, right. I, I just don't go to doctors anymore.
1: All right. Uh, well, it doesn't hurt to have a little check-up. Oh, well, um, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, the, Check yourself. Um, yeah, so, so the point is, um, like, if... if if government institutions like schools, hospitals, uh, police, if they can be provided voluntarily without theft, uh, then I think you'd agree that, that, that that's preferable.
0: I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Mainly, be, um, just to, if you want to wrap this up, yep. because when you know that, you're, that you need to supply a service, to receive money, we're talking about like a trade, yep. then you need to trade something that the customer is going to be satisfied with.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's the economic incentive provided by a, a free market. Yep. Excellent. Okay, so, so my name's Kurt Robinson. Aaron Battle. This is the Paradise Paradox. Thanks for listening. Uh, press like, press subscribe. Um, hit me up on Twitter. My, my handle is at uh, Trouble Bubble.
0: Aaron Battle, Twitter, find me, message me, send me your questions. Cool.